Listen, stop what you're doing right now. If you have not got the cat credit literacy course, free course, definitely go ahead and text the word course to 914-353-4741. Again, that is 914-353-4741. Text the word course. It's going to give you access to the free cat credit literacy course. We decided to give out, you know, some free sauce for y'all to help y'all situation. Even if you consider yourself a master at credit, I would definitely get it. Even if you consider yourself a novice at credit, I would definitely get it. So again, text the word course to 914-353-4741 to get the free cat credit literacy course. Enjoy the episode. Hey, 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 welcome to a new episode of the Cat Podcast, Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast. Who heard that new baby? You know what I'm saying? Um, what that thing called? In a minute. That song hard, you know what I'm saying? So I have to just little play a little, little, little snippet. All right, anyways. So first update before we get into the actual episode. First update. How y'all feeling? I, I always be talking like y'all can actually reply to me live, but um, hopefully y'all blessed. Hopefully y'all amazing. Hopefully y'all great. This is a, this is a sidebar, but whenever I say like blessed, amazing, great, I always think I always think like an acronyms because you know B is blessed, A is amazing, G is great. So I'm I'm when I'm saying that, I'm wishing upon y'all that y'all get into the bag if that makes sense. So when I say I hope y'all blessed, hopefully y'all amazing, hopefully y'all great, just always remember I'm praying upon y'all get into the bag. So. You know, if y'all if y'all ain't catch on to that, I'm saying a prayer for you. You feel me? But um, updates. So we have a text. We have like a text list. I know a lot of y'all are on that already, but obviously, as the podcast you know continues and ages, it's gonna be some random people that haven't you know tapped in or whatever. So if you are not on our text list and you want to get on the text list, all you gotta do. Is text the word course to 914-353-4741. 914-353-4741. It's gonna get you a free course, and then you're gonna have the opportunity to actually get on our text list, right? Um well yeah, that's a free course. Let me let me give y'all, if y'all just wanna get on the list if you don't even want, if you don't even want the course, right? You can just text credit to the same number. So credit. The word credit to 914-353-4741, 914-353-4741. As y'all can see, those of y'all that's on the list already, cat, we're moving forward, you know, with automations and things like that. So I'm actually texting y'all when y'all on the list. Um, some of y'all be replying and then, you know, it, ta- it, it might take me a little bit of time, but, you know, I, I will get back and reply to you in most cases. So join the text list and, you know, we're going, we going crazy over there, so... Just wanted to announce that real quick because um, I don't know if I spoke about it in previous episodes. I might have or not. I don't know. But we have the text list. So definitely tap in. What you can expect from the text list is going to be more credit sauce, things like that. If you like the podcast, you're definitely going to want to you're definitely going to want to tap into the text list as well. And then one thing I want to say too: shout out to my assistant, like my right hand assistant when it comes to the credit repair and like our automation systems and everything, uh, KitKat. So those of y'all that's with us in credit repair as our clients, you you know, KitKat already, you already met with her, my assistant. I got a few assistants, but you know, she's like the 
main one right now as far as all that credit repair stuff. So just wanted to shout her out because we were working for hours upon hours on this automation stuff. Like it was like overtime type stuff. So yeah, man, everything, everything is possible with your team. So I just wanted to shout her out real quick. Next update. So this is the month of April. And basically, I think I've said it already. We're focusing on consumer law. And today's episode is about consumer law, you know, the HIPAA stuff. I'm going to give y'all actual law to, you know, really help y'all. So I'm going to be having a guest. I'm going to be bringing a guest on. I'm excited to bring the guest on. Um, They're going to be talking about consumer law. So definitely be on the lookout for that. We're planning it right now. I think we're supposed to to record this month. But, um, you know, kind of like what I told y'all before, the whole thing about getting people's People as like a guest on a podcast. I'm busy. They're busy. You know, I don't I don't bring anyone on the podcast. It's just somebody that's not doing anything with their life. You feel me? So obviously they're going to be busy. So it's just a scheduling thing. But we're we going to figure it out. And then we're going to get you all the sauce, the episode, everything. Next update. Go ahead and follow my IG at Mike O. Benjamin. M-I-C-H-O-B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N. That's my personal one. If you don't follow you can also follow uh, CA Tactics LLC, our business IG, you know, for information over there. Tons of testimonials, tons of results, and yeah, you know, resources over there. Follow my TikTok if you're not on TikTok. If you haven't followed my TikTok, I mean. Um, I know we're getting more traffic to the podcast. I know some of y'all are finding me from TikTok. Some of y'all originally found me from IG. Some of y'all are finding me from YouTube, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we got all these different directions or different traffic people. So if you're an IG person and you ain't following me on TikTok, go ahead and follow me on TikTok. If you're a TikTok person and you ain't following me on IG, go ahead and follow me on IG. If you ain't no YouTube person, go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel. So that's the next thing. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel. And a final update I'll say, which is also related to um, YouTube, is... I dropped a snippet of the FCRA masterclass I did, Fair Credit Reporting Act, if you don't know. Uh, like I said, we're talking about consumer law in the month of April. So it's important that y'all understand the language of the law. Not just knowing to quote 15 U.S.C. 1681, right? That's not enough as far as getting your deletion, your remedy, etc. You've got to understand the language. This is why I did a two-hour masterclass. The two-hour masterclass replay is available. The two-hour masterclass replay is available, and it was it was much more expensive than what you can get it for right now, um, the live class, versus what you can get it for right now. So if you want to grab it, you're going to want to go to catacticsllc.com, click on courses. It's going to take you to FCRA masterclass. Go ahead and grab it before we raise the price higher than what it is right now, because it, it definitely should be higher, but I just don't want to you know break people's banks with it. So you can go ahead and tap into that. And I put a snippet on uh, my YouTube, actually. So the snippet's on YouTube right now. If you're not convinced, go ahead to the YouTube. We might post maybe one or two more snippets. I don't know yet. But yeah, go ahead and tap into that. That's over there. And I, I know I said that was the last update, but last, last update related to YouTube again. There's snippets of the CAT Manufacturer Spending Secrets course. If you haven't got the Manufacturer Spending Secrets course yet, then you definitely are asleep. There's been a lot of people grabbing it, and I just want to shout y'all out. Hopefully, y'all take an action. Let me know what y'all think about the course. Let me know which methods y'all are using and things of that nature. But um, you can go ahead and grab that course as well by going to catacticsllc.com. Click on courses. It'll take you to manufacturer spending over there. 
Um, and then remember, the free cat credit literacy course. We dropped that. It's available. Even if you are like, okay, I'm the best at credit, it's good for review. Even if you're just like, oh, no, I know all the sauce. It's good for review. If you're listening to my podcast just randomly and you don't know too much about credit, you're definitely going to want to go and get the cat credit literacy course. And like I said, if you want the cat credit literacy course, all you got to do is text the word course to 914-353-4741. That's 914-353-4741. I think that's it for updates. Now let's get to the consumer law. Let's get into the episode. Yo. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to mention the fact that there's been information on the new FICO score. If you aren't familiar with what a FICO score is, it's basically what lenders use when they're looking to approve you for stuff. So if you have Credit Karma, they use something called Advantage 3.0 score, and that is not your fully accurate score because the FICO score is what's going to be used. So there's been various FICO models, and right now what's coming out is a FICO 10T right? FICO 10T. How is the FICO 10T different from like the FICO score 10, which was, you know, out? The FICO 10T, the T stands for trended data. What is trended data? Trended data is basically the fact that now what's going to happen is they can look at the trend of how you've been over like a 24-month span, if, if I'm, if I'm uh, remembering correctly. So I would say do your own research, do the, do some research on a FICO 10T. Um, yeah, so the main difference in terms of how you how we're going to be judged moving forward is that trended data. So they're going to be able to look at 24 months of history of how you've managed like your finances and things like that. So typically now they would just be able to look at, you know, your current situation. So let's say you had let's say you had a high utilization rate like uh, 80% utilization, right? And then the following month, you paid everything down and then you apply for something while you're at like 1% utilization rate. They were only going to be able to see that 1% utilization rate. Now with this FICO score 10T that's about to come out, the trended data allows them to see that 80% and up to 24 months of history. So technically what's happening with this is that if you've been have good credit and you've been managing how you've been managing, your FICO score 10T is most likely going to be higher. If you've been had bad credit and you weren't like having a good utilization rate, your score is most likely going to be worse based off of the FICO score 10T. I don't know when it's going to be implemented and when everyone's going to be implementing it, but in uh, I think it's in the My FICO app, they've started showing it. So just keep that in mind. The new FICO score is out. And I just wanted to give y'all that information before we even get into the episode just so y'all can do your own due diligence, do your research and things like that. So just prioritize your credit. Things are always changing and good luck. If you want to master consumer law just for getting deletions or just your own pleasure or whatever reason, but you don't necessarily want to know like everything, you want the most important parts, I got the solution for you. I taught a FCRA masterclass, Fair Credit Reporting Act masterclass. And in this two-hour masterclass, I basically walk through all the important information you need as far as the Fair Credit Reporting Act to get those deletions, get paid, etc. I walk through my entire process of how I go about getting deletions and all that. If you want to grab that replay, it's very, very cheap right now. If you want to grab that replay, go to catactusllc.com, click on courses. It's going to take you to FCRA masterclass replay. Go over there, grab it. Don't grab it. 
whatever you want to do, but it's available. Uh, enjoy the episode. All right, listen, let's get straight into the episode. So we talking about HIPAA violations, right? So I was on IG and one of y'all had DM'd me. You were like, you were basically asking me about getting medical collections removed, saying that you use a HIPAA violation and things like that. But the thing is, I was thinking about the fact I always hear people and see people just mention like, oh, HIPAA violation, HIPAA violation. But I don't see too much of people actually mentioning, you know, the consumer law that you can use and actually break it down. And before we even get into it, one thing y'all got to continue to remember about credit is that it's multiple, multiple ways to skin a cat, right? So even though I'm going to tell you the method right now, the law right now and everything, that's not the only way to get, get those medical collections deleted. There's multiple ways to do it, right? So um, if you want more dispute methods, obviously go to our website. We have a, what's it called? I think it's a cat credit checklist that walks through different dispute methods, the official version, not the $5 version or whatever. But anyways, so with consumer law, that's the way we're going to be talking about today, how to actually remove those medical collections using the HIPAA violation. A lot of people, like I said, I hear HIPAA violation, HIPAA violation, HIPAA violation. I don't see any law mentioned, though. So that's why I want to give it to y'all. I want to give y'all the sauce. If y'all get value from this episode, definitely, if you want more information, definitely go tap into the FCRA masterclass because this is kind of how I taught the masterclass. And then on top of that, after I taught the masterclass, everything you needed in FCRA, I walked through the process of how I would do disputes. So if you want more information on that, just go grab the masterclass. Don't harass me. Just go grab the masterclass. All right, let's get it. So with the HIPAA violation. So if you don't know what a HIPAA, HIPAA is, it's basically, it basically is just saying that um, they're not allowed to show your medical information. So whenever people are saying HIPAA violation as it pertains to like their medical stuff, that's them saying that the reporting company, that hospital is in a, is in a HIPAA violation by reporting that information on someone's credit report. Cause you know, it's supposed to be, you have a right to privacy as a consumer, right? So when it's a HIPAA violation, they violated that law of your privacy. So you can use the FCRA to, you know, dispute that, which is what I think I see a lot of, but I want to give you a different law. You can look up HIPAA, but if you want to know what HIPAA means, if you're lazy. So HIPAA stands for Health Insurance Portability and Accountability, right? So it basically says that um, HIPAA violations happen when the acquisition, access, use, or disclosure of protected health information, PHI, is done in a way that results in a significant personal risk of the patient. So an example is them reporting your medical information on your credit report, right? Because that's your right to privacy. So like I said, with HIPAA, People are like, okay, you know, you can go to 15 U.S.C. 1681, which is the FCRA. And that's fine, but I want to go to a different title. So when I say title, if you, if you don't know about consumer laws, title would be like Title 15. So Title 15, it, meaning for the FCRA, when you, when you say 15 U.S.C. 1681, which is the FCRA, that's Title 15, right? So I want to take you all to a different code, and this is Title 42, this isn't talked about too much, but this is a law I want y'all to write down when it pertains to HIPAA violations. And this is a law you could use when it pertains to HIPAA violations. So this law in Title 42, I want y'all to write it down, Google it, do whatever you can. 42 USC 
1320D-6. 42 USC 1320D-6. We're going to walk through it and everything like we in school. So, you know, go ahead and look it up if you haven't. So basically 42 USC 1320D-6. It is a law that talks about wrongful disclosure of individually identifiable health information. What does that sound like? The HIPAA, right? (laughs) So, all right, let's walk through it. So we're going to go line by line. Like I said, this is basically how I taught the FCRA masterclass. So if you like this style of teaching, you're going to love the two-hour FCRA masterclass. All right, anyway, so if you got medical collections, definitely take notes, pay attention. So hopefully y'all, y'all brought it up. So we're looking at A, offense. It says a person. Remember, language, 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 language is very important. So when we click on person, it says the term person means an individual, a trust or a state, a partnership, or a corporation. As we know with law, if you've been paying attention to previous episodes, the word or is very, very powerful. Why is the word or very, very powerful? Because it means that you can choose what, what side you're choosing to be on. So when we talk about a person, we're not talking about me or you or whatever. In this particular situation, because a person can be a corporation, we're talking about these companies. We're talking about these companies. We're talking about, um, you know, if, if we want to, we're talking about Experian and all that. When we're talking about that HIPAA violation, we're talking about, uh, what's a hospital? Let's say Kaiser or something is reporting information. So Kaiser is the person in this case. A says offense. A person, aka Kaiser, remember you want to replace the phrases or, yeah, the phrases or words with what you know as a definition of it, right? So a person or Kaiser who knowingly and in violation of this part, it goes to number one, uses or causes to be used a unique health identifier. Number two, obtains individually identifiable health information relating to an individual or discloses individually identifiable health information to another person. So A3 discloses individually identifiable health information, right? So when we click on that, remember everything is language. So you got to actually click on everything and observe and read and understand it. What is individually identifiable health information? The term individually identifiable health information means any, remember, before we even continue, any means no restriction. So it means any information. So no restriction on information, including demographic information collected from an individual. Including demographic information collected from an individual? What does that mean? <laughs> your address or whatever, right? Any, any, any amount of information that they put in based off of your medical information. Um, a is created or received by a healthcare provider, health plan, employer, or healthcare uh, clearinghouse and relates to the past, present, or future physical or mental health or condition of an individual? What does that sound like? Your condition. The provision of health care to an individual. Let me stop being extra. <laughs> or the past, present, or future payment for the provision of health care to an individual and identifies an individual or with respect to which there is a reasonable basis to believe that the information can be used to identify the individual. So individually, identifiable health information. Any information that identifies you, that is individually identifiable health information. So let's go back to the law. So we're still in offense. So the offense says a person, remember we said like Kaiser or whatever your hospital is, Kaiser or whoever your hospital is, who knowingly and in violation of this part discloses your information to another person. Who's another person? Experian, TransUnion, 
Equifax, right? Remember we said person or the law said person can be um, a corporation. So we're still in the offense part. So let, let, let's put everything together, right? Because we're doing it one by one, line by line. So offense, a person or Kaiser who knowingly and in violation of this part discloses individually identifiable health information to another person or experience transunion Equifax, right? Shall be punished as provided in subsection B. So we're going to get into subsection B. Before we get into subsection B, somebody might say with the offense, a person who knowingly, and then they're going to be like, oh, but um, Kaiser or my medical people, they didn't know that they're violating the law. That's why you're sending a damn letter. So send a letter and now they know. You pointed it out to them. So now they understand. And not only that, once they understand, we can go back to 1681 S-2 to have reasonable cause to believe, to believe that the information is inaccurate. We can go to 1681, um, I, I forget if it's N or O, the willful non-compliance, right? They're not compliant. So, you know, just really, just really understand. Just really understand that. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm drilling y'all with a lot of information. I got to give y'all a second to uh, recoup. You know what I'm saying? Everything that I'm saying. Okay, so. Okay, yeah. So we're talking about the fact that, you know, they shall be punished as provided in subsection B. So. Let me. You can read the rest if you want, but I just want to give y'all the most important parts. So B, penalties. This is where they get punished. (laughs) So penalties. A person. Described in subsection A. Subsection A was everything we just read. A person described in subsection A shall, listen, number one is very, very powerful. Be fined not more than $50,000, imprisoned not more than one year, or both. Boom. They shall be fined not more than $50,000. So if you want so if you want to put them under $49,999.99, you can do it. In prison, not more than one year. If you wanna, um, if you wanna put them, if you wanna put them in trouble to where they in prison for um, like eleven months and uh, twenty nine days, you know you can do all that, or both of them, right? You can get them under both. So it's up to you how you wanna enforce your remedy, right? Your remedy for them reporting this information on your on your on your uh, situation, your medical history, whatever you wanna call it. So that's a penalty. Number two says, if the offense is committed under false pretenses, be fined not more than $100,000 in prison, not more than five years or both. And, and then we go to number three. If the offense is committed with intent to sell, transfer, or use individually identifiable health information for commercial advantage, personal gain, or malicious harm, be fined not more than $250,000 in prison, not more than 10 years or both. Damn. That's a lot of that's that's a lot of violations right there, right? So it's a lot of penalties that you can actually put them under, right? So the most simple one that you can really do is number one. But if you really want to scare them, you can. You you at the end of the day, you just got to build your case. So if you want to build your case that they did it with the intent to sell the information, um, you can make that you can make that argument because you got to understand when it comes to Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax, they get paid for reporting this negative information on you, right? So when we talk about the secondaries, they're paying these secondaries for information. So you don't think that they're paying these medical people for information? So is that not committed with the intent to sell or transfer the information? Right. So really understand that 
they're not supposed to be reporting this information on you. So if you have medical collections, this is how you can get rid of them. I know that there was that thing that said, like, uh, medical collections aren't going to be on, you know, your consumer reporting anymore and everything. But, you know, just uh, just keep that in mind that it is something that you can you can uh, utilize. So that's that's basically that's basically all you need. Right. A lot of y'all be taking consumer law to be deeper than what it actually is. Just look at the law, break it down and force your remedy. So now we're talking about the process. Right. If you want more information on the process. Go grab the FCRA masterclass. I walk through the process. I'm going to walk through a little bit here, you know, but um, at the end of the day, you know, the podcast is free versus something you pay for. You're going to get more information over there. But let me give you all a little bit of sauce just to get y'all started. So me, if I got a medical collection I'm trying to remove, I'm going to read this law like, okay, I'm going to quote this law. I'm going to quote it and break it down. Walk them through it. You Best practices when it comes to consumer law, I always tell y'all. You want to act like these people are, they are, but you want to act like these people are very, very dumb, right? You got to really walk them through it because a lot of times they don't understand these laws. So walk them through it, highlight, be like, okay, you're going to be fined not more than $50,000 in prison, not more than one year or both because you've been in violation of the HIPAA violation, 42 USC 1320 D-6, wrongful disclosure of individually identifiable health information. So walk them through that, right? So the process, what you can do. Basically, take that, um, take, take that law, like I said, put it in your dispute letter. When you put it in your dispute letter, before we even get into it, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm just, I just remember something right now. So I've seen some of y'all letters, you know, when you're trying to go about your situation. And I just got to be transparent with y'all. Some of y'all letters, this is the best way for me to describe some of y'all letters. Some of y'all letters is like you have a gun, but it has no ammo. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see you see how crazy that sounds? You have a gun, but you ain't got no ammo in it. Like, you look like you know what you're doing. You try to fire it, ain't nothing coming out. This is why. This is why we put out our deletion letters. This is why when you invest in yourself, you get further in life, right? Because if some of y'all, you've sent me DMs about your letter, um, and, you know, I kindly recommended, you know, go ahead and grab our deletion letters because I know your letter is not going, you know, your letter wasn't going to get you your desired result or whatever. And it's not to, you know, like be making fun of y'all or anything, but it's like you only get so much in life when you're not investing or just living off of free. So what I would recommend to y'all, go to catacticsllc.com, go to our deletion letters. Uh, whatever your situation is, you know, you can go ahead and grab it. And some of these themes are the same. We use the consumer law in our letters, our deletion letters. So if you just grab one of the deletion letters, let's say the late payment one, you're going to see similar themes based off of your own situation, just the structure and everything. But I'm going to be real. I done looked at some of y'all letters. I'm like, this is like a gun with no ammo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you got all the laws there and everything, which is your gun, but it's like you didn't structure it correctly. So you got no ammo. When you try to fire it, you, you're not hitting nothing. You're not attacking nothing. So it's like, um, you know, y'all got to invest in y'all stuff. That's just my whole point. But anyways, get your letter, get the law, put it in there. You can get you an affidavit of truth. If you don't know how to write affidavit of truth, if you don't know what is in an affidavit of truth, I put a template in the FCRA masterclass. It's, I know it sounds, F, it sounds like FCRA masterclass, FCRA masterclass, but I literally put out all the information over there already. So this is why I'm referring y'all over, t- over to that, right? So get your affidavit of truth. Talk about the fact that, you know, they did violate you. 
the affidavit of truth is very powerful because you know you're gonna, you're gonna get it notarized, and at the end of the day, you wanna you wanna have the mindset that okay, I'm taking these people to court, so you wanna build your case. So write your letter, get the affidavit of truth, get it notarized, and then go ahead and um, send it out. So send it out. I would recommend going, you know, doing the CFPB, and that's not to say that the CFPB is gonna necessarily give you your desired result. It's not impossible. But the most important purpose of the CFPB, in my opinion, is just to have a paper trail of what you actually did. So submit to the CFPB. I would recommend um, you can also submit to the Better Business Bureau if you can. And one recommendation I have, too, is submit to the state attorney general. So you could you could Google your state attorney general and then you could submit a complaint. And that's over there as well. Remember, the whole point is that we're building a case. So once you do all that, I'm not saying you're going to get your desired result right away, but it's going to be more powerful than probably what you're doing right now, because I know that some of y'all, when y'all are trying to get rid of these medical collections, you're just saying HIPAA violation. But it's like, like I said earlier, it's like a gun with no ammo. At least when you use 42 USC 1320 D-6, you actually have a law to actually back yourself. So it's like, they're going to be like, oh, dang, you know, this person knows what they're talking about. Send everything certified, you know, the usual. And just be persistent. Just be consistent. You're going to get that deletion. So yeah, definitely, hopefully this episode helped y'all. Like I said, if you are confused still about, you know, going about your own process, I covered more in the FCRA masterclass, um, but definitely, hopefully this can get, get y'all a start. Good luck in your own uh, situation, your disputes and everything. And I think, I mean, I think that's all I got for y'all, man. So just be consistent, just be persistent. And remember this whole consumer law stuff. You might look at it like, okay, you know, uh, Michael, he knows all the consumer laws and all that. But you got to understand that I was like going crazy studying, like before I even started talking about it publicly. So it's like one of those things where don't be so hard on yourself. Like take, really take your time with it and just learn a little bit each and every day, right? Spend a lot of time in Title 15, you know, the main three, TILA, uh, FCRA. Um, FDCPA. Get familiar with those. I'm not telling you to go to like Title 42, like we just discussed today, or Title 18 or Title 12, you know, all the other ones, but focus on one at a time. Focus on mastering Title 15. Then you can go into the next lane. Next lane is UCC codes. For those of y'all that know, if you know, you know, right? So really just take your time. Master deletions first before you start trying to be going to get money and all that, because all that's going to come, but prioritize the deletions first. Learn to walk before you run. Walking is getting and mastering those deletions, mastering your process. Running is like, okay, now we're going to go about studying these UCC codes. Now we're going to go about, you know, getting remedy, compensation, money-wise, and things like that. So yeah, man, uh, hopefully this episode added value to you. If it added value to you, let me know. That helps me move forward too. Let me know when you get your deletion. I know you're going to get your deletion. It's just a matter of your execution. Um, like I said, we have resources on our website, deletion letters, FCRA masterclass, all that. Other podcast episodes. Share this episode with somebody that got a medical collection. And yeah, y'all have a blessed one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The episode is not finished. It is not finished. I just realized something. I just literally gave y'all a business you could start, right? Even if you don't do credit. Because obviously, not everyone in the world is listening to the CAP podcast. 
if you've been like a listener for like listen to all the episodes, you know a lot about credit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like even just this episode alone, you could start a whole business on it. What do I mean by that? I'm somebody I'm always thinking, you know, how can you be resourceful? So the way you could be resourceful, you could repurpose the information I just gave you. When I say that, you could take on maybe your friends or whatever. You could be like, oh, you know, I can help you remove that medical collection. You master the process and based off of everything I told y'all, and you can start charging people for that. You know, it's it's your own business, whatever you decide to charge people for, whether you're just like, oh, I can remove your medical collection for like $100, $200 or whatever. You can start a whole business. We giving y'all so much sauce so y'all can really get to that next level. I'm always thinking like, okay, how could I add value to y'all? And I, I, I was just thinking like, damn, I just gave y'all a whole business y'all could start. So on top of that too, if you want to be on some passive stuff, right? Because, you know, time is very important. If you don't want to actually remove it, you could put out, um, you could put out like a digital download, a whole guide that says medical collection removal. It walks through the process of what I just put out. Obviously, I would say, you know, with integrity, you want to actually do it first, but it's definitely something you could do. You could sell a digital product and, you know, it can help people get to the next level. So, yeah, man, I was just thinking about it. That's crazy. All right, yeah, y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the Cap Podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. If you got beneficial information, shout us out on social media. Uh, send us a review. You know, let us know. Hopefully everything's good with you. If you have not got the free Cat Credit Literacy course, go ahead and text the word course to 914-353-4741. Again, that is 914-353-4741. You've listened to the episode. If you haven't gotten the free course, now it's time to take action. Y'all have a blessed one.